Hello and welcome to the Relationship Anxiety Podcast. I'm your host, Mikkel, and today we're talking about the anxious. All right, so last week we talked about attachment styles and what it looks like to have an avoidant attachment. Now, the reason we're spending time here is because the way you attach to other people plays a role and how you're attaching to your partner and how you're connecting with them. So today we are going to spend some time talking about anxious attachment and what that looks like. Now, I think it's important to note that there is another style I won't be doing an episode on called disorganized attachment. And essentially what this is, is a blend of anxious and avoidant attachment. You see a mix of both. So as you listen to last week's and you're listening today and you're like, okay, both of these kind of are resonating for me, it's possible your attachment style is just a little bit a mix of both styles, which is totally normal. So let's break down what anxious attachment looks like. So Unlike avoidant, where we have an intense desire to maintain independence and keep space from our partner, anxious has a very strong desire to be close. Where an avoidant feels safest when there's distance from their partner, an anxious attachment feels safest when they are closest to their partner. You might experience a lot of worries about if you are loved or if you are good enough for your partner. So if you have a lot of obsessive thoughts around trying to figure out if they love you or not, likely you might have an anxious attachment style. Rather than looking for independence and trying to maintain your own autonomy and sense of self in a relationship, often as an anxious person, you might have a tendency to kind of lose yourself in the relationship a little bit. You want to become one with your partner more than anything else. (laughs) And where an avoidant seeks perfection in their partner, someone who is anxious seeks to be perfect for their partner. You might try really, really hard to make sure you always say the right things that you are really on top of cleaning the house or that you always look really good for your partner, you might try to be perfect in order to make sure they don't leave you. Ultimately, that is what the fear is for someone with an anxious attachment is that they'll be abandoned. So they look for a lot of reassurance. So if you find yourself a lot of times, you know, wanting validation through text, through phone calls, wanting to be told everything's okay. Whenever there's conflict, you might maybe feel like, oh my gosh, we got to fix this immediately. We got to hurry and make sure there is no problem. Um, So rather than being like the avoidant and wanting to hurry and get away when there's conflict, there might be a really intense desire to solve for it immediately because the presence of conflict brings up all these fears of oh my gosh, what if this ends and being so terrified of being left? Um, You might have a hard time sitting with your your partner 
having uncomfortable emotions. So say your partner is angry or sad or upset and you might have a hard time separating that from you. You might immediately take that on yourself of like, I I did something wrong or I'm bad or they don't love me anymore because of these uncomfortable emotions they're having. Whereas someone with a more secure attachment is able to recognize that their partner's emotions are what's going on for them and doesn't have to do with the relationship or their own lovability. You might find yourself avoiding confrontation and not bringing up concerns or problems because then that way you can make sure that everything is good and they still like you. Whereas if you bring up a concern, you might risk maybe upsetting them and ultimately questioning if they really love you. Another interesting thing about anxious attachments is that if in the past you had a relationship where someone was not totally available, they didn't treat you great, and maybe had a lot of ups and downs, very high highs and very low lows in the relationship, Uh, and now are in a relationship with someone that's very secure and treats you very well, you might actually question or push that person away and even question if it's love. You might start acting a little bit like an avoidant attachment because you have associated that past experience of high highs and low lows and extreme ups and downs as love versus the more stable, constant feeling you might have available to you with a more secure and available partner. So what is an anxious attachment afraid of, right? Underneath all of it, a lot of the fears are actually really similar to avoidant. So there might be that fear of rejection, fear of getting hurt, fear that maybe they will see you as bad, unworthy, unlovable. Uh, You know, your relationship with your caregiver might have been more one of, you know, maybe having moments of, like separation that was unexpected or abuse or maybe even a past experience of going through separation or being cheated on or even just the fear of being rejected, right? The fear of being abandoned. So these fears can ultimately lead to acting out of that needing constant reassurance, needing validation in order to feel safe. We all want to feel safe in relationships. We want to feel safe in the people we're attached to. Um, Anxious and avoidant people want it. We just have a harder time knowing how to access that sense of safety. Again, for anxious attachment, it looks like really needing a lot of validation in order to feel safe and feel secure. Whereas for an attached person, a lot of times that safety and security feels only available when their partner or relationships are kept further away and aren't requiring too much commitment. 
And again, you might be a little mix of both. You might notice both styles coming up for you, which could mean a disorganized attachment. It just means you have a mix of two styles. Or it could even be that maybe you fall in this bucket of an anxious attachment who had one of those experiences of a relationship that was extremely up and down and very unavailable and unhealthy. And that has kind of wired you to now look at your safe relationship and feel like it isn't safe and be more avoidant. So when you're anxious, some of the things to work towards, right, is we are not afraid of belonging to someone. If anything, like an anxious person really, really, an anxious attachment really, really wants to belong to someone, wants that identity of being with someone. And so it's important to create that sense of self, to be willing to step back from your partner a little bit and maintain and create a little bit more of that identity that you did have when you were single of here are the things that I enjoy. Here are the things that I like doing. Here's kind of who I am. Rather than just looking for your partner to fill and become all of who you are and um, being afraid of if you lose them, you lose everything. And then finding ways to connect with your partner and be vulnerable with them when it feels uncomfortable. So sometimes as an anxious attachment, you might find yourself holding back and not saying things because you're convinced if you share this, then they won't love you anymore. But be willing to say some of those uncomfortable things, to be vulnerable with them. And also on the flip side, if you notice anxiety driving you to share all the things with them and try to get validation, is slowing back from that. Being willing to speak up when it feels uncomfortable and when you're wanting to avoid it. (laughs) And when anxiety is saying, oh, you got to talk about this, you got to talk about this, is being willing to take a breath, to check in with yourself first, go on a walk, and connect with you before looking to frantically get that validation from your partner. Practice being an imperfect partner. <laughs> the answer is not to, to say all the right things and do all the right things and look perfect all the time so that your partner stays. That is not the answer, my friends. <laughs> Can you be yourself? Can you let yourself be flawed and imperfect and trust that your partner will choose to stay? Let yourself be flawed and trust that that flawed version of you is worthy of being loved. That he or she doesn't need to be changed in order to earn it. That she doesn't need to please her partner and doesn't need to do all the things that he likes. That Her job is to show up fully as herself in this relationship. Because ultimately, as an anxious attachment, you want 
that secure connection with your partner. You want to feel close to them. But when we are putting on this facade and trying to be perfect for them and like kind of forgetting who we are in the process, we're not really connecting with them. We're having this big version of us connecting with them. Which is much like what the avoidant attachment is more comfortable doing. (laughs) So being willing to let them in and see like what's really going on for you, being willing to be a flawed partner and not do it all perfectly. Being able to give your partner space when they need space, to allow them to have distance if they need it and allowing yourself to use that time and space to check in with you and who you are and who you want to be. Not personalizing your partner's negative emotions as something's wrong with you and who you're being in this relationship, but rather recognizing like that's what's going on for them and it has nothing to do with me. Practice believing that you are worthy of being loved. That you are worthy of being in a committed relationship with someone that treats you so good. That you don't have to demand it. You don't have to fix it. You don't need to worry about it. You don't need to anticipate the other shoe is going to drop in order to get that. Allowing yourself to really relax and trust in what you do have. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in today, you guys. Have a beautiful weekend. We'll talk next week.